0: G'day there and welcome to another episode of the Christian Women in Business podcast show. It's so great to have you here today. Um, I am buzzing at the minute because I believe that even though lots of stuff's happening around Australia in particular, I believe that God is going to be doing some amazing things. Maybe buzzing isn't the right word. I feel very at peace and um in a actually in quite a good place, even though it feels like the whole of Australia is kind of flapping around like headless chucks at the minute. Um and I don't know if you feel the same either. I know quite a few are feeling quite meh, um, but I've just been taken into a season of rest, like deep rest, where um not really doing too much on the business. I've just been getting into the word a lot. Um, and just really soaking in the Holy Spirit's peace. And it's been really, really, really cool. So if you've been trying to fight doing that yourself, I want to give you permission um, just to take some time off, uh, focus on what you need to do, and just let God kind of embrace you in this season. Now, we do have a couple of things coming up in the Christian Women in Business and Leadership community. So on the 17th and 24th of August, we've got another live online workshop. And the topic is how to market your course or membership. So this is an online course or online membership. And it's going to be held over two sessions because it is quite an in-depth topic, but it is going to be live. um, And it is going to be like, an in-person workshop but just on zoom so there'll be interaction there'll be learning there'll be discussions uh but it means anyone can do it anywhere so if you're interested in that obviously it's going to be in australian time zones i feel like i said 10 o'clock start for each session so you'll need to work out what that is in your time zone and if you can make it i'd love for you to join us maybe you've got a course that you're creating or you're thinking about doing a membership and you'd like to learn how to market that we're going to be covering all things email marketing, social media, and offline marketing as well. So I am excited for that. Now, on today's podcast, we have a beautiful lady joining us all the way from the USA. Her biggest uh, mission in her business is to help women operating in Kingdom Enterprises go from purpose to profit And beyond into legacy impact. Her favorite thing to do on the weekend, and I absolutely love this, was sleep (laughs) or is sleep. And I think, like, there's probably heaps of women out there going, Oh, yeah, (laughs) I'm feeling you. So, welcome to the podcast, Ledondra Harvey. Hi, SJ. Thank you so much for having me on. I'm really excited that's cool now I think I got your name right if I didn't I'm super sorry I had to go before the podcast and I got it on straight away but I feel like I may have messed that one up no you got it right
1: LaDondra you said it right Our, ours, yours is simple it's SJ um but you got it right <laughs> on the
0: nail LaDondra that's great that's great thank you so much for joining us today whereabouts are you in the USA
1: I am living in Arlington, Texas, and we can totally relate to some of the things that you all are encountering over there in Australia with all the shifts with uh, lockdown. And for us, I feel like that we had a season where things were kind of opening up and things were going well. And then we're kind of having some spikes come up again. So now we're taking more precautions. So I totally agree with where you are and you're talking about that season of rest because with everything that we have all encountered, I feel like there's no perfect time than the present to embrace that season of rest, to embrace that, that to be filled with the peace of the Holy Spirit. I'd say that I've been in that same place right now um, in my life and in my business and then taking in those moments um, to just take it all in SJB because it's been so much and a lot of times we don't even realize how much we've we, we've been against you know until we we actually pause and rest and receive that peace.
0: Yes it's been going on for so long I mean people thought that they were tired this time last year <laughs> and here we are nearly a year and six months on and you know you kind of think oh is this ever going to end? And of course it is. You know, we've gone, the world's gone through pandemics before a number of times and people have pulled through. So I think if you can take the opportunity and rest in that peace and just give yourself a break at the minute, then like you said, it's, it's going to be priceless, especially for your mental health. One of the things that I've um, kind of applied to myself at the minute is not to put the news on. Um, and just to give myself I and mean, I've also given myself quite a big break from social media. So I'm not getting that constant anxiety of what's going on. And um, what I'll do is I'll just check the COVID app that we have in New South Wales in Australia. Um, and I'll just keep the tabs on things through that. But there's no drama related to it. There's no dramatic essence added like the news would. So you're able to kind of just stay in that space. And I know a lot of you know already, I don't have kids. So it's a lot easier for me to kind of get into that restful zone. Um, But if you do have kids and you are at your wits end, like, can you just go and take yourself, like, out in the garden for five minutes and just breathe? Um, Or just find five minutes somewhere in the day to just go and lay on your bed and just close your eyes and just take that time to just be. You don't have to do anything. Like, you don't even have to get your Bible out just be there in the in the moment just for yourself and just give yourself that break so um that was a bit of a off pack for my so can you please tell us a little bit about um your business not your full story but just I've given out the mission but what is it that you do in your business and then we'll move on to how you got there Okay, so
1: what I do in my business is I'm a soul alignment business coach and I focus on helping, as indicated in my mission, um, helping women who are operating kingdom enterprises to go from that place of purpose, identifying what does purpose look like for them, and then going into a position of profit because a lot of times as Christian entrepreneurs, we feel like um, we we can't make money. Um, And so we go from purpose into profit and then beyond into legacy impact. And I will tell you that the reason how uh, and how I came into that, if if that's okay for me to go ahead
0: and go into. Yeah, um, it straight into story? Okay? yeah. take us from the beginning until the end, baby. <laughs> okay. Okay. Well, awesome. Well, I came from a background
1: um, of a family who dealt with a lot of um, generational strongholds. And I will say other who was addicted to um, drugs, and then later on into alcoholism, and then you know I have my grandmother. She she um, she had seven kids, and of those seven kids, uh, and I'm giving you that backdrop because my mom had me at an early age. So her children were like um, my brothers and sisters. So I call like my uncles, my bruncles. Um, And so, you know, (laughs) they were really my close knit family. And they, they meant the world to me. They still to this day mean the world. They are like my superheroes. But of those seven, including my mother, there was um, six of them who all dealt with some form of, abuse rather again it was alcoholism it was drug abuse or being out just on the streets and um dealing with drugs and the dealing of drugs and all the things and me being the oldest of um the the oldest grandchild um in those times and seasons where they would be incarcerated because obviously we had recidivism um in the home in and out of prison and so me being the oldest grandchild, I would be the one who would be responsible to stand in the gaps alongside of my grandmother and my grandfather um, to help and raise like my brother and my sister and then um, my cousins, which end up totaling seven of us. Um, and I, um, you know, I used to always look at my family members who were going through what they were going through. And I would wonder like, I cause they were so wise and I don't just, say that just to say that they were so wise it was so gifted so intelligent I used to really just bask in sitting at their feet to learn and to glean um, information and wisdom from them and I used to always think like if they only knew who they were, like what would they be doing? Now, mind you, I'm still younger. um, And I'm in my tween kind of years. And I used to think this because I'm a, I'm a learner at nature. And I would just think, you know, who would they be? What would they be doing? Uh, how would they be doing it? And so one day I just made a decision to myself. I said, you know what, if they're not gonna use it, I will.'m I'm, I'm going to take in everything that I can learn from them and I'm going to use it to break the generational cycle in my family so that those who are coming after me, they would have something to model their lives out of, uh, after and we could see something different because far as far back as I could see, and my family, there was always something. No one really, there was very few far in between who had just success. And if I'm being honest, I'm, I'm looking at it right now, going all the way to my great grandmother, like there was, there was not any just major, just healthy success. I will say that um, healthy uh, success that was ethical. Um, and so I was like, okay, I know. And I felt just this burning desire in my heart to be that one, to break that generational cycle cycle in my family I didn't know what that was going to look like I know from an early age I would always say I'm gonna be my own boss and I could always envision like you know a sign on the door where I me being my own boss and Everything, but I really like again, I didn't know what that looked like. I, I thought that it would be an attorney because I wanted to get one of my uncles out who had been in prison for just uh for years and years and years for just a minor crime. And I was like, okay, I'm gonna be a lawyer and I'm gonna get my uncle Steve out. Well, I, I as I got out on my own, I started college and started um kind of interning thing, uh, interning and uh got employment in a law office. And I quickly found out, SJ, that. That was not my calling. But one thing that I did (laughs) realize is that when people would call in i would be the one who was always encouraging and exhorting into them and building them up and i'm i knew at the time i'm younger than them but they would be receptive to listening and they would take what i was what i was giving them and they would do something i still didn't know what that meant but i was paying attention and i feel like as as we as entrepreneurs and and people of purpose that's one thing that is so important for us as we are walking along our journeys is to pay attention even when we don't know all the answers right up front that god will leave us breadcrumbs to follow if we will just pay attention to those things that we are doing naturally Um, and so i just continued on in that journey and then i um i remember going to the altar of all places, because I can't—I was still stuck, I'm still stuck, and I'm like, okay, I gotta figure this out, I know that, I, like, I know that I'm gonna break the generational cycle, I know that I'm gonna be my own boss, I'm still in college, I'm still trying to figure it out, but I was in, I was getting towards the end of my college uh, term, and so you, the, co- the pastor made an altar call, and so I'm like, I'm gonna go up there, and I'm gonna ask for prayer, because I felt that inner turmoil, of trying to figure it out and needing to figure it out. It wasn't just trying, I needed to figure it out. And so I asked my pray, my, my pastor to pray for me and it, and he prayed for me and everything. And he said, he recommended this book um, by um, um, Dan Miller, 48 Days to the Work You Love. And so I read that book and I was highlighting and highlighting and just doing all the things. And I was, as I was going through the book and he was just out things I was like oh oh my gosh like this is so connecting with me this coaching world what is this and and I'm like this is what I, and I wrote in the column this is what I want to do again I didn't know what that meant but I I knew that I I felt it I saw it and I it, it just it just it was just kind of like that holy spirit divine moment for me and so I I read it I I went on about life and I started in my, um, my, on my career path, but that book in that moment, it never left. And so once I graduated, I, um I asked my husband, I said, Hey, can we go? They, they have the conference that they do. This is, uh, this is um the, the uh, author of the book 48 days of love. They do, they have this conference that they do. Can I go and to the conference? And, you know, I had already looked it all up and stuff. And I had my, my proposal, my sales proposal that I was going to give him because I needed to do this and, um, I, I had gained his agreement and plus it had a, if you join, then you can also bring your spouse for 50% off. So I signed him up too, cause I just believe that we should grow together. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, so once we did that, um, I um I started I started my journey towards coaching and once I started that journey it was as if like I was like I I knew what I wanted to do SJ but I did I still had some exploration to do and I started working in career coaching first which uh I graduated into the business coaching aspect of it but once I did the business uh coaching part of it I realized I was going into all these networking groups and all these Uh, places where they said oh we support business owners we do all these different things but what I found is that everything felt very transactional Mm -hmm. instead of relational and it was the opposite of what I felt that We as believers, we as a community, even just putting the believer side to the side, even though that's an anchoring part for me, but we as a human race is something that we should be doing is to help to elevate and live. And it shouldn't be so transactional. And I tried and I tried and I tried and I was hustling my way to success only to find myself in a place where I was feeling broken and I was feeling disconnected from the call Oh, my life, because then I started to figure. I figured it out that you know it was to help women entrepreneurs. But then, like I, everybody was. I felt like many people were, as I call it, shooting on me, telling me who I should and should not yeah. be, how I should and should not do things. Instead of adding fertilizer into my calling and into my business, it was as if they were stripping away parts of me and components of me that really made me who I was. And it, w- it was as if I was having to apologize for who I was and to trying to conform to fit. And, and it w- it just took a moment where I had to break out and say, no more, no more. And so I took a week off, my little week sabbatical off, and I just got into t- in touch with the Lord and the Holy Spirit. And I got to a place of asking, like, Lord, where am I? Lord, what do you want to come forth through me right now in this season? Where am I off track? What do I need to be doing? How do I need to be? Doing it, and and then that's when he revealed uh, women operating kingdom enterprises to me, and it, he told me that I was supposed to be the one to build that community that I was seeking, and I was going to to lead that mantra. And so that's how I know that was a long story, but that's how this all unfolded for me.
0: No, that's okay. We love a good story on this podcast show. So thank you so much for sharing. I mean, what a story it is too to go from raising all those people (laughs) being the oldest grandkid. I mean, that would have taken bravery and courage and then wanting to stand up for your family as well um, with the generational stuff. I mean, that's a cool story in itself. And it's amazing how God kind of brought you through that. And then now you're obviously, you're running your business and do you still keep in contact and still um, make sure everyone's all right? Or is everyone good now in your family? We actually have. Well, first of all, I'll say this: we are a very close knit
1: family, and we that my family is an anchoring uh, part of my life and in my success and all the things. Um, and I feel like uh, I get to stand on the shoulders of their story, and mm-hmm. I don't have to repeat the mistakes that they've made. And I get to move forward from that place. And so, in everything that I do in my life and in my business, my my family is supporting me so um, in That's every good. way possible. So so yes, and everybody is, for the most, I will say that our family has made just wonderful strides in um, in, in turning their own story around. Now there are still some opportunities, but yeah. for the most <laughs> part, is. they've done a phenomenal job.
0: That's awesome, that's awesome. So can you please share with us, now we usually do five tips, but you said you've got three tips, but they're super good. So are you able to please share with us uh, your top three tips on your craft.
1: Absolutely. I would say that I I want to share uh, three tips on becoming powerful beyond belief in your calling. And the I will I want to preference this really quick and then I'll go into the tips. The reason why um, I these tips are titled that because you as you seen that I had a challenging story and I feel like that my story is not the only story. And I feel like as entrepreneurs, as women of faith, just women in general, we all have a story, and we've embraced either trauma, we've embraced um, setbacks. Or, whatever the case has been, we all have our own unique story. And sometimes that story can become something that defines us in a way where it, 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 uh, keeps us disconnected from our calling. It keeps us disconnected from standing in the most powerful position that we have been called and destined um, to stand in. And so the first tip that I would, um, I want to say to anyone who is in that situation and who's desiring to do more, become more, um, to stand in that position of purpose and destiny is first you have to become aware and you have to create an awareness become aware of where you are because a lot of times if we don't come to a place and what uh, of awareness what we don't what we're not aware of we can't heal and what we can't heal we repeat and then we we start to operate our life and our businesses from a position of old I- uh, identities that no longer serve us into our future we start to operate from a false self versus a true self and we're operating and if we don't become aware we find ourselves operating in our purpose from a place of uh our family expectations family baggage cultural norms and expectations and the trauma or abuse that we've been in and so the first thing is to stop and to just become aware of where you are personally. Do a self-inventory, um, uh, an internal inventory where you get to set a step aside from the noise and you get to release the old identities so that you can go into what I would say with step two. You can come into a place of reconciliation. So Point two is coming into a place of reconciliation to where you are able to reclaim the power to be you, reclaim the power to be you. One thing that I know is after reading in um, Deuteronomy, the Lord, when he, they they were, uh, he was one to deliver them from the promised land. I mean, deliver them into the promised land. And so they were in a place where they were in the wilderness and the first thing that the Lord had to do was to help them to to, to, to release those old ideologies of bondage, of slavery, and he had to impart something new into them, impart truth. So where they had been operating from a place of a lower rank of slave, he was trying to impart something new into them so that they will be able to be ready to take possession of the promised land. I believe that we all have a promised land, but before we can really truly get into that promised land, we have to release the lies that we have believed, the lies that we have subscribed to, the old story that is no longer serving us to stay Step into the truth of who God has created us to be, the truth of our identity, the truth of what makes us who we are. Um, and, and so this is us reclaiming the power uh to become who we are. It tells us in, in the word that behold, I am doing a new thing. says so to forget the former thing, behold, I am doing a new thing. And before you can embrace that new thing, you have to make an exchange for the lies, um, for the truth. So, in this step, what I would um I, I would challenge the listeners for all of you who are listening is to Write down all the lies that when you were in the step of awareness, write down all the old identities, all the old lies, all the old things that was no longer serving you. And then when you're coming off into this part of reconciliation, now you want to make an exchange for truth. The things that, that, the things that are really true about you, you may or may not believe that right now, but you want to, uh, uh, you want to write those truths down because as you write those truths down, then you, you start. Start to affirm those truths on a daily, then those truths become your new reality that you get to walk in as you make an exchange from an old belief system into a new belief system. And as why why you're here in this reconciliation phase, SJ, what I recommend um, for the audience to do is to also look at those areas of. Um, when you're reclaiming the power to be you is look at those areas where you need to place boundaries at. Because a lot of times we've been through so many things in our lives and, we, and we're and we trying to get to another level, but we can't get to that next level of our life, of our business, of our marriage, whatever that is, be, until we come to a reconciliation of boundaries, recognizing those areas where we need to place boundaries, uh, boundaries on our time time boundaries on the people that we allow into um, our inner circle to influence our minds, to influence our thoughts, to influence our behaviors, to influence us um, and, and so that we may be able to get back into a position of authority, get back into a position of power. Because if we're in the wrong communities, uh, then what will happen is, is that we start, to, um, we start to allow other people to take away our power, to um, strip us of those things that makes us who we really are, which is what I was mentioning in my testimonial at the beginning. I was in the wrong communities that was stripping away the things that were were good, and that was part of my destiny, part of my genetic makeup that made me the person that I am today. Um, And so I I, I challenge you all to look at your boundaries of their time your people that's in your circle and anything else that that is out of line that's suppressing you and keeping you away from embracing the fullness of your power and your purpose are we good sj i'm gonna go to three if we're we're, okay (laughs) and the third okay perfect the uh third tip that i have for you is in in um becoming powerful belief in your calling now we did we've become aware where we are we've reconciled now we want to create alignment okay so we want to create alignment who are we so now that we know who we are Uh, Now, let's line up who we are, the core of who we are, to our giftings, those things that's our natural gifts. So on, on step three, we're creating alignment, and this is where we're stepping into our gifting. Now, this is where we're starting to embrace new possibilities that align with our natural gifts and talents, and we're starting to put that into action. And so this is where you get to assess, again, I believe that I heard you do a podcast um, on this, SJ, where you're talking about our grace zone. This is where we get Mm. to step into our grace zone. And do what we, the things that we do best, like no other. Um, and we operate in it um, at, from an unapologetic uh, type of position. Um, and one of the things in this step of creating alignment, I know that um, for a lot of the women that I work with, this step creates a lot of fear because they have been operating. We, uh, um, we operate from a old place for so long when it's time to step into the new to create alignment. Amen with the person um, that we've been called to be, then that's when we start to feel that fear. And and it pulls up a lot of things like our inadequacies, our doubts, and our fears, and all the things. Who am I? The imposter syndrome. In this step, we want to really get solidly rooted um, in our voice, get solidly rooted in our power, and be really curious. Instead of looking at things from a perspective of fear, look at it from a perspective of adventure. and, and 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 when we look at it from a perspective of adventure, then we we start to shift our mindset from a place of this is this. I feel like I'm stepping into something that feels like punishment to something that feels like excitement, where I get to go and serve my, uh, my the clients that I've been called to serve. I get to show up in a more impactful way. I get to allow my light to shine so that man can see my good deeds and that God may get the glory. This is the time where you get to allow your light to shine. You get to allow it to shine brightly and freely. And so um, those are, those are the three tips SJ that I have for um, our audience listeners as they are stepping into a a positioning of
0: becoming powerful beyond belief in their calling. That's awesome. Thank you so much um, for sharing those three tips. So just to quickly recap, we've got number one, uh, become aware, so creating awareness of where you are, because then you're able to identify and heal. Number two is coming to an, a place of reconciliation, so reclaiming um, the power is to be able to release yourself from your past and stop listening to the lies and stories that you're telling yourself, and stepping into the new and the truth of who you are, who you belong to, and making changes um, to to set boundaries. Um, learning more about yourself and you know what's good for you and what isn't what people are good for you and what who aren't and then we've got number three which is creating the alignment so it's stepping into the gifting aligning up your gifts um, with how you can best serve your community your community and your your clients and being unapologetic about who you are and how you want to do this they are so inspiring thank you so much for for sharing those with us um so much wisdom and knowledge coming from you it's great and it's very inspiring so can you share with us now how do you incorporate God into your business yes so for me
1: SJ I feel like there's no separation for it um one of the the um anchoring scriptures that has been for me in my life um when it comes to incorporating god in my business is actually luke 137 where it says for with Christ, nothing is impossible, and what that what that looks like in that scripture suggests is that we have the opportunity to get to co-create with Christ. Um, it didn't say for with ourselves, mm-hmm. nothing is impossible. It's for mm-hmm. with Christ, nothing is impossible. And so for me, um, I incorporate Him by making Him the first priority. I'm mm-hmm. coming to Him and I'm asking, Lord, what does this look like, Lord? What what type of what 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 type of event? What's that you want? me to create for the people that you've called me to serve what is my next steps and so I'm making him my my the the board member of my the uh, the captain of my ship the board member of my business and so that's how I'm walking that out I am inviting the Holy Spirit into uh, my business and he in allowing him to take the driver's seat of of the decisions that I'm making and I'm I'm coming into a, a place to trust him and walk with him not in front like i used to not and not slacking behind either in procrastination but walking right with him
0: that's awesome um i love that that you're not walking in front anymore (laughs) i think we're all guilty of um you know some of us are are, a good doers and sometimes we can get a little bit ahead of ourselves before we know where we've got to. And then we realize that, you know, how did I even get here? <laughs> and and yes. where's God in all of this? <laughs> we've kind of slipped the gun a little bit. Um, jump the gun, sorry. So can you share, I know you've just shared with us, um, Luke, but can you share with us next your Bible verse for this season and why?
1: Yes, okay, so my uh, Bible verse for this season right now is Jeremiah 17 and seven, and it says, but blessed are those who trust in the Lord and have made the Lord their hope and confidence. And I believe that right now in this uh, season, that keeps me at a place where with, with all the shifts that we're having, like we were talking about in the beginning of this interview, it helps me to stay grounded in in a place of trust and in faith in Christ in the season that we are in that we're in, knowing that this too shall pass, and I don't have to put my trust in the things that I see right now, because what I see right now, that's a temporal thing, but I can put my trust in Christ, which is eternal, and he possesses all the wisdom, all the resources, all everything that I, the rest, the peace, the joy, everything that I need to maintain and sustain in this season and it helps me to stay humble and helps me to stay in a place of surre- uh, surrender and a place of, of peace and knowing that I can put my full trust in 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 the Lord and my confidence and my hope there
0: and so that keeps me filled up that's awesome I love that it is a very good verse oh sorry I thought I was going to sneeze oh no <laughs> <Fleshful>. it gone <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome that's so beautiful and it like how you have just described that is the complete um I don't know what the word is it's not ambience but like the way that you come over um like that bible verse shines through you as you speak and um, that piece so it's really cool um, can you please share with us um, thank you so much for sharing all this amazing stuff and I know my listeners would have got a lot out of it so can you please share with us now where our listeners can find you on the internet so where you hang out your website all that kind of stuff well it's been an honor um, if someone wants to uh, connect with me further
1: uh, you can reach me at com. And on that page, you'll be able to find a, um, a just a quick devotion, a fifty-day devotional for free to help you with some prayers um, if you're in that season, like we were talking about, um, and you're needing that that sense of rest um and just a, a, an inpouring of scripture and devotion then um I would recommend that there um and then if you love to, if you'd like to follow me I'd love to hang out with you um on Instagram at LaDondra Hervey as well or on Facebook at the LaDondra Hervey because Facebook wouldn't let me be great with just LaDondra
0: Hervey. Um, so those would be the places where you can reach me <laughs> you gotta love Facebook don't you <laughs> yes oh that's cute that's cute thank you so much uh we wish you all the best ladondra with um all the things that you have coming up um and of course we'll be keeping texas and you guys in our prayers also as you go through the many spikes that keep coming up and you know if we all stick together uh we'll all get through it together and um really just like we've said if you can just rest in that peace of the holy spirit and just ride the wave for this season um you are doing an amazing job no matter where you are no matter how you're feeling even if this is your like worst day ever you are still doing a good job because you're still turning up even if you feel really meh um and maybe you're feeling angry and frustrated but you've still rocked up you are doing a fantastic job so don't give up ask god for the strength to keep going on step into that grace zone that led Deronda um, brought up that we've spoken about in past podcasts as well and if you do want to connect um and join in for some fun and learn some things um Come and join us again for the live online workshop on the 17th and 24th of August, How to Market Your Course or Membership. And you can grab your ticket through our website under events or it's under the events section of our Facebook page as well with the link directly to that. Well, thank you so much again, LaDaronda. It's been so lovely to have you on the show and to listen to your story. Thank you for having me,
1: SJ, and wishing you many blessings into your future and in the, the workshop. I want to go check it
0: out as well. <laughs> That's awesome. That's awesome. Well, thanks so much for listening today. You're listening to the Christian Women in Business podcast show, and we'll catch you next time. Bye for now. The Christian Women in Business podcast is proudly supported by the Administration Agency. Administrationagency.com.au.